What's good? What's good? Welcome to another episode of Black 850. All right. First and foremost, shout out to my boy Devontae Vandergriff for that great instrumental, man. I appreciate you. Uh, all love. Much love. Um, Y'all check him out on Instagram at Tay V Beats. Tay V Beats. That's T-A-E-V-B-E-A-T-S on Instagram. All right. All right. Look. Welcome back to another episode of Black 850. This is a highly anticipated episode, all right? I've gotten so many people um, texting me, hey, D, I need you to make this episode, man. Like, I, I'm trying to buy a car. Um, you know, I went to the dealership before, and, you know, I didn't get approved. And then I checked my credit reports, and then I got all these, you know, inquiries. Um, and I'm just like, dang. So... <laughs> Now, uh, I'm making this episode just because, you know, obviously the people wanted this, but I definitely wanted to make this just because I've been in this situation before. Um, you know, I've seen my parents, um, and multiple family members go through this, uh, back then I didn't understand, but now I know. So <laughs> this episode, all right, please, please, please pay very close attention. All right. So guess what? You know, this is this is probably going to be one of my most highly anticipated highly anticipated episodes. So, you know, y'all definitely tune into this one. Don't want y'all to miss any important information, right? So, how should I use my credit to buy a car? All right. How should I use my credit to buy a car? All right. Now, there's multiple ways. I mean, this this one in particular, you know, we can go in many different directions, but you know, to keep it simplified, we're going to stick to how to basically use your personal credit to buy a car for personal use. All right. That way we can just kind of keep it simple um, because you can get into business, business credit and all that good stuff. So, but yeah, how are we basically going to use our personal credit to buy a car for personal use? All right. So number one thing that people do is that, you know, they go see that new car. And they go straight to the dealership and right then and there, you've already messed up because you, you see the car, you know, and you walk up to the dealership. Let's just say we're going to Mercedes. I don't know. Let's say we're going to the Mercedes dealership. And you see, you know, an E-class that you like or a class, whatever. And then you're like, Ooh, I want that car. I want the car so bad. You test drive it, all that good stuff. Well, then you go into the office inside the dealership and they say, Hey, let's try to get you approved. And you're like, Oh yeah, let's go. But then, you know, you get, you know, you get to the table, you give them all your information, all that good stuff. And here's the thing. Like I mentioned before in the episode, uh, what's on that credit report. Most important thing before you do anything, please know what's on your credit report. If you go to apply for any type of credit, regardless if it's online or if it's in person. This way, you know exactly what, you know, 
is on there. So you're not surprised by anything because I have gone to dealerships, you know, as, as a kid, teenager, all that good stuff with family members. And they didn't know. First of all, they didn't. Even, some of them didn't even know what a credit report was and they had never seen their credit report. So they didn't even know it was on there. So make sure that all of your 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 uh, information on your credit report is reported correctly. Make sure that your name is spelled correctly. Make sure you have the correct address, phone number, all that good stuff before you go apply for any type of credit. Um, so that way you you increase your chances of getting approved with just that little information of the actual credit report. So the first thing you want to do is make sure you know what's on your credit report. But you're already at the dealership, so we're going to start from there. You know, you give them your information, they're running your credit. But for you, you're thinking that they're running your credit one time. And that's not true. They're actually running your credit multiple times because they want to try to get you approved for the best loan because you may not have gotten approved from their in-house financing. So they kind of outsource and shop you around. Um, and then, you know, they try to find the best lender. So if lenders one, two, three, four, and five deny you, you know, maybe six, seven, and eight will be a better chance. So then they just continue to run your credit through those particular lenders. Well, let's just say all in all, you know, you leave the dealership and you didn't get approved. Well, that's not that's not that's not all that happened. You're also leaving with like 10, you know, 20 sometimes uh, inquiries off going to see if you can get approved for one car. This hurts people's this. This will hurt your score so bad. Like, I can't tell you enough. Like I've the credit reports that I've looked at. You know, I've seen a lot of inquiries on some of these reports and, you know, some people are, you know, they get confused and it's, it's not, it's not that far. You don't know what you don't know. Right. So, you know, I asked them like, Hey, you know, so did you go to this dealership to get this car or to apply for this car? And they're like, yeah, you know, well, they, they left with, you know, the, the, the mindset of, okay, I got, I got my credit got ran for this one car, but you left with multiple inquiries. Some of them don't don't know who the other inquiries are from, and most of the time it's tied to that one that car that they try to get approved for. So that's what you definitely don't want to do. You don't want to go to the dealership to try to get financing, all right? Because you will be shopped around, especially if you don't have the best score. Um, and if you don't have the best score, obviously you're. And let's just say you do get approved, you're going to get the highest possible interest rate. Um, you're going to be paying for that car, you know, maybe twice, um, just depending on where you go and what type of car you get. But let's just say, like I said, we're at Mercedes. You don't want to spend, you know, half the car's value just in interest uh, just to pay that car off. Um, because, I mean, it's going to take you longer to own it anyway, if that's what the, the type of route you're going as far as personal use. So here's what you want to do. Step one. Print out your reports. Go to identityiq.com. You can go to, you know, uh, myannualcreditreport.com and you can get your reports for free. Um, it'll take a little bit if you obviously cannot get them online on that re uh, website. Or you can go to Credit Check Total, um, pull your reports that way as well. Print them off, see what's on there. Hey, you may need some work, you may not, but you at least want to know what's on there so that way you can have the best possible chances. Uh, of getting approved because you want to show them show them your best, all right? All right, cool. So let's just say you know exactly what's on your reports. 
you see that everything's reported correctly. Name, birthday, social, uh, you know, your phone numbers, employment history, all that good stuff. Everything's reporting great. Let's say you got a, you know, a 745 credit score um, across the board. Everything, you know, all of your, your credit scores are the same. Not saying that that's not possible, um, but they can be different. But let's just say average, you got a 745. All right. And you have, you know, you have a you have a, uh, a steady job. You know, you definitely want to have employment um, when applying for credit, um, because obviously if you don't, that could potentially hurt your chances of getting approved um, drastically. So make sure you do have a source of income when going to apply for anything. So you got all your you got your reports. Everything's reporting good. You got got a 745. All right. Great. And then you were like, I really want that car. I want that. I want that A class. I want that E class, whatever it is, the G wagon, whatever it is. Well, the first thing you want to do after that, you want to go to your local credit union. Okay. Don't go to a regular bank, go to a credit union. The reason why is because credit unions give the best interest rates. Okay. A lot of their financing is in house. So a lot of credit unions are family owned or owned within. So, you're going to get the best possible interest rate on that loan. So go to a credit union first. If you have like Navy Federal, uh, Heritage South Credit Union, America's First Credit Union, whatever it is, you know, go to a local credit union and uh, apply for that loan. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have all this information, right? You want to have your driver's license. You want to have proof of income. You want to have proof of residency. So proof of re residency, you know, like a utility bill, um, you know, car insurance, phone bill, um, all those good things. You can have one or the other. But I recommend uh, taking a utility bill just because that's the best possible way to verify that's where you actually live. Um, and then you want to have your uh, your social, uh, the actual social security card. Uh, take that if you have it. And then uh, you obviously want to have uh, proof of employment. So a W-2, um, an offer letter that'll work. Um, and then like, you know, uh, your tax returns, all that good stuff. Uh, take one of those just to obviously prove your employment. And uh, please, <laughs> please know uh, what your annual income is based off that particular job, right? Um, what will help you with this is kind of calculate. All right. So you have 40 hours a week and you make this amount per hour. Uh, let's say you get paid every two weeks. So what you'll do is you'll multiply that uh, by two because you get paid twice that month. Um, and then you, that'll uh, give you the total that you've made for that month. And then just multiply that by 12. That'll give you what you make annually, annually meaning yearly. OK, so know what you make annually. When you go in, all that good stuff. So you got all your information uh, and you're, you know, you're locked and loaded. You're ready. So you go into the bank, you know, you're giving them all your information. You tell them, hey, I want to apply for a car loan. And you tell them exactly what car it is. Uh, I recommend um, for me, I recommend printing off if you can. Let's just say if you go to that particular car brand's website and you see that car that you like. Right now, keep in mind. You know, you can put all the specs and all the, the gadgets on there if you're building it. But if they already have it in their inventory, just go to their inventory on that website and click on the car that you want and print off the entire uh, summary of the car. 
Um, and I recommend taking that with you just so because uh, they're going to ask what type of car are you trying to apply for? Uh, do you, and basically, do you know what you want to apply for? All that good stuff. And plus, this will give you them an idea about how much you're trying to get approved for based on how much that car costs. Because then what you could do is you can then see, OK, great. If the car costs 50000 you know that, hey, I want to at least try to get approved for 50000 But if I have, you know, $5,000 down and I only get proof, approved for forty five, I still want to try to be in that range as well. So uh, print off that car summary, take it with you so that way they can see exactly what year, make and model. Um, and then they that way they know exactly what type of car you're shooting for. Because after, you know, you know, I definitely recommend, you know, once they pull your credit, make sure they do a soft pull first so you can they can kind of see where you're at. That way they can kind of have an idea like, OK, so this person has a 745. They have no missed payments. Um, they don't have a lot of utilization on their on their other accounts that they have, you know, with credit cards or other banks. Then um, they can kind of determine like, OK, your chances of getting approved for this amount for this car uh, looks pretty good. I mean, you have, you know, an excellent credit score. Your your credit reports look good. Um, and then you have, you know, X amount of history on their audit and stuff. Right. So you're like one of the perfect candidates. So once they see they've seen the car that you want and then they they've done the, the soft pool, please make sure they actually do a soft pool. Just simply ask. Then uh, they're looking at all the information. And I said, OK, great. All right. So let's run your, your, your credit. Typically, credit unions are only going to uh, run your credit one time. Um, I've done this myself um, and I can say that they actually do only run your credit one time. Uh, just like I said, you know, if you have a good score. And all that good stuff, you're pretty much um, you're not going to get shopped around. Not saying that you can't, but um, that lessens the chances that you'll be shopped around to other lenders um, within that organization if they have others, um, because you just you have a good report, you have a good score, so they don't have to go uh, outside of their actual uh, house to find you uh, funding. So let's just say you know they ran your score, uh, your your reports, excuse me, and you get approved. So congratulations. Um, and the car costs fifty thousand, but you actually got approved for seventy thousand. Well, a lot of people can mistake that, like, oh, I have to take the full seventy. You don't have to take the full seventy. Actually, you can only you can really take only what you what you need. All right, you can take the exact amount. You can take a little bit over. Uh, you can take a little under if you're going to make a down payment if you choose to, or um, obviously you can take the full seventy if that's just what you want to do. Uh, so let's just say you only take, you know, you take about fifty-two thousand uh, out of the seventy thousand um, because the car costs fifty. So what you're going to do is you're going to go back to that dealership where you saw that car that you wanted. Depending on the brand, all up to you. You're going to go back to that dealership and you're going to say, "Hey, uh, I want to take a look at this car. Uh, I want to test drive it. All that good stuff. Great. Well, you test drive it. You like it. You know." It's everything that you expected it to be. It rides smooth, all that good stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe it's brand new. So then, you know, you're doing all your homework. You know the warranties on the car. You know all that good stuff. You know the maintenance. Uh, make sure you do your research on the car. And so they're like, okay, great. What do you think? Oh, you, you, you know, like, oh, I love it. I definitely want to get it. And they're like, hey, you know, you know, let's get you approved. Let's go inside, see if we can get you approved. And you're like, nope. I already got a check. Now thing about this is it's very important. You've already got the check in your hand. So that means you already got your funding. You can walk off the lot 
with this car, uh, keys in hand, because you got the check. However, this is the negotiation tool because you're in the driver's seat, because you've already gone to the dealership and you got the check. Because now you can say, hey, the car is 50000 Now you can negotiate the price. Um, definitely recommend doing this just in case, you know, if you're that type of person that's, you know, just wants to ask and say, hey, like, I see that it's 50. Uh, I want to offer, you know, 47 or 47.5, 48, you know, whatever you choose to do. And now you have some wiggle room to play with between, you know, what you offer versus the price that they're actually uh, asking for. That way you can get a better deal, all that good stuff. So I recommend definitely negotiating if you can, just because, yeah, I mean, it's at your benefit. You have the check. You have, you've already gotten approved. You've already come with your funding. And hey, I mean, you're pretty much where you need to be at this point. So like I said, just to kind of touch back on it, right? Make sure before you do anything, do not go straight to the dealership if you don't know what's on your credit report and you don't know what your scores are, and you don't know if everything's reporting correctly. And please don't go if you already know that you have an account and you've used 49% of the utilization on that particular account, and you're still trying to go to the dealership, which you should not be going straight to the dealership anyway, but don't be going there with 49% utilization on your credit card, letting them run your credit, and they see that you have a high limit on this car because they're going to think, oh, he needs this money or she needs this money, but they're going to run it anyway. All right. So print off your reports, see what's on there, make sure everything's straight. Then what you want to do is you want to go to your local credit union. All right. Depending on what state and city you're in, if you do have a credit union within your city limits, great. If you got to go outside the city a little bit to find one, please do that. Go to your local credit union. Make sure you got all the necessary information that we talked about. Driver's license, social security number or card. Uh, you got your, your W-2 to prove uh, employment or a pay stub uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, make sure you have a utility bill, uh, something like that to prove re residency. Okay. And then, you know, obviously make sure, uh, <laughs> please make sure that you have you know, steady income before applying, because uh, obviously you want to make sure you know exactly what you're making per uh, per month and obviously per year. All right. Um, and then so another thing, like I mentioned before, print off the summary of the car. Uh, just know exactly what you want. You know, do your homework on the car. If it's a if, if the car is even worth buying, uh, making sure that you you know, hey, ask a mechanic, hey, like how much does it usually cost to maintenance this car? How much the oil changes? Ask all those necessary questions before you actually go purchase this car, because that way you're educated on the car and you're not just going and buying something just because you want to impress people. You want to flex um, because, you know, the maintenance, you, you may get approved for that car and you may be able to handle the monthly payments and insurance payments. However, it's usually the maintenance that really hurts people when they buy, you know, especially high luxury brand cars. So just make sure you do your due diligence and, um, you know, make sure you go to your credit union. Don't go straight to the bank. Uh, excuse me. Don't go straight to the credit union. Don't go straight to the dealership. All right. So, like I said before this episode, we want to talk about how, sh how should I use my personal credit to buy a car for personal use? All right. Um, I hope this episode helped. 
Um, definitely was excited about recording this one just because, you know, so many people make this mistake and some people just don't know this information. But I'm glad that I was able to at least give you some of the knowledge on it so that way you can use this to your advantage. And then the next time you're ready to go buy a car, you're going straight to the, the, the credit union, only leaving with one inquiry versus going to the dealership and potentially leaving with 20. All right. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Black 850. Um, y'all stay tuned for next week. Uh, going to be another great episode that I'm dropping. Uh, thank you all for listening. Y'all be easy out there. Have a good one. It's better be